Good Morning PT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. News Talk 1110 WBT, Wednesday, February 21st. Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. Sounds so good to say that. Aw, I love you. And Wednesdays, sounds so good to say Teresa Payton, who joins us now, as she always does, the founder of Fortalis Solutions and our longtime cybersecurity expert. Good morning to you. Hooray. Good morning to you. It's great to be with you, Beth Abel. So um, I got something to start off with here, and I can't say I'm that surprised to be saying it, but I am wondering if you're hearing the same thing. We, we talk so much about the Apple Vision Pro. Mm. I was in South Park the other day. I walked past the Apple store. It was as hopping as it always is, and I saw all these uh, these these. Uh, these what do you even call them headsets i guess that were lying on the pro headsets (laughs) and people were lining up to try them on but already now you're starting to hear stories about a month in not even a month in of uh comfort issues headaches eye strain among the top reasons people say they're returning their vision pro headsets and uh you know you gotta gotta keep that receipt when it's thirty five hundred dollars a pop there teresa you absolutely do. And, you know, I wish Apple had asked me my thoughts <laughs> on this because, uh, I mean, let, let's just stay in the real world. But I actually tried um, a different version of these on at a Disney conference years ago, and I said, nope, this isn't for me. It's too clunky. It's too heavy. Um, the, it, it, it's very kludgy, the technology, and... Um, I'm not surprised that people are returning them. I am disappointed in Apple. They used to be known for doing very rigorous consumer acceptance testing. Yeah. Um, And I'm just wondering, who is their pilot group (laughs) for this technology? And so, uh, but they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and try again. But for anybody who's been on the sidelines wondering, should I make this kind of financial investment? I think take a look at what other consumers are saying, which is, nope. Well, so we were talking about this last week when the first, or a few weeks ago, when the, they, they first became available. And, you know, there's that old saying, and we've talked about it with you, about uh, you don't want to try one of these products the first time around. You want to let it go through a few cycles so they can get the kinks out. But it's nowhere near uh, consumer level. For, I mean, your average person is not going to have uh, discretionary money to throw around for $3,500. Right. So my question for you, Teresa, is do you think this is one of those things that Apple is, knows that it's got to, you know, wait? through and, and, and in five or ten years will this will the is this going to be something that the the greater public adopts it's just going to be a slow process or do you think this is uh this is a misfire I, this is a misfire this is going to go the way of uh, betamax i think um this is a, a big misfire i mean somebody said they burst a blood vessel in their eye <gasps> using the device i would like to hear from the medical medical community on this i I just don't think we understand what we could be doing to our brain, our vision, our hearing with this technology. I'm already concerned about screen time Mm -hmm. um, and looking at too many screens for everything that we need to do in our eyesight. Um, So I I think this is a huge misfire. I think there will be virtual reality, but um, in sort of its common form, this idea that it's going to be goggles that you put on or a helmet or something like that, I think that is going to go by the wayside and we'll have something lighter, easier to use, and less challenging on our physical nature. So uh, more, more to come on this technology, but um, I, I'm, I'm underwhelmed. 
Well, let's stick with Apple um, for this next question, because this this headline surprised me because for years I have heard that if I drop my phone in the toilet or in the sink or wherever you get your iPhone wet, everyone has always said, just put it in, put it in a bowl of rice, like stick it in the rice. It's going to be fine. You'll be OK. But now Apple is saying, stop putting your wet iPhones in rice. What are we supposed to do? I know. It's Go a, buy the I, Vision I, Pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Go buy the Vision Pro. Go back in time and buy your phone and don't drop it in water. Right. That's what you're supposed to do, Beth. But just in case you can't do that, you know, it's funny because um, a lot of people have said the bag of rice. I've seen some people actually use that effectively. Yeah, I've and, done it. Oh, did it work for you? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm really sad to say that I dropped my phone in the toilet and I got it out, which that was probably the biggest mistake that I made. But then it was totally fine after putting it in rice. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you know what's interesting? So The Verge um, did a study to try and figure out where did this come from? And they said it was actually came from photographers. So back in the 1940s, they used to store their uh, film and their cameras in rice to keep protect them from moisture. Um, you know, so there you go. But uh, but they're saying don't do that because you may actually expose your phone to particles in rice. Uh, you know, they say don't dry your phone, don't try to use cotton, don't you know, just basically unplug it, don't touch it, leave it for time to dry out, and then come back to it. You know what, Beth? I agree with you. Some people um, have used the rice method, and it's worked for them. So I just say, you know, look at the rice that you have. See if you want to work. Try it. Um, It's definitely better than having to buy a new phone. Uh, But I love the fact that you were so honest, Beth, about where you dropped it, because I have to tell you, running support desks for so many years, people would say to me, "Uh, I dropped it in a puddle. I'm like, wow, that's a really deep puddle. (laughs) Hmm. The way that it happened is I had it in my back pocket and completely forgot it was in my back pocket. And then you just go to do to tinkle and then it falls right in the toilet. Yeah. A a puddle of what? Uh, so it's later today, that happens to many. <laughs> yes, uh, later today, Nvidia Corporation's earnings are due, and uh, so uh, that's an event in of itself. But how big an event is this? Well, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs Group's uh, trading desk, has called Nvidia the most important stock on planet Earth right now. That is saying something. And what does that say to you? Uh, well, this is not the time to buy the stock, and that was not a that was not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, but this is so telling of where we are in the life cycle of technology as far as generative AI, AI algorithms, uh, big data analytics, as well as cryptocurrency, blockchain. These technologies rely on having very fast computing power, and NVIDIA is one of the key players in that. This is astounding to me um, where we're headed, but this, you know, this one stock is potentially driving kind of some of the ups and downs of the market. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to hear once the earnings come out, 
what they have to say as far as the future goes and what that's going to mean for the market, but also for the supply chain of technology. Um, kind of what that is such a historic statement from Goldman's trading desk. Yeah, NVIDIA, the most important stock on planet Earth right now. So uh, earnings numbers coming later today uh, in the financial sector. We'll keep a watch on that for you. Uh, Got to stop it there with Teresa Payton, our cybersecurity expert. Always good to talk to you. Always great to be with you, Beth and Bo. Be safe out there.